Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode one of the World Hoppers podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping new re- uh, to helping out new readers navigate Brandon Sanderson's Cosmere, but also provide some discussion for longtime fans who may want to introduce someone to the series. I am Cheyenne, and I am here with my co-hosts Alfonsina and Ilana. So, would you like to introduce yourselves? Yeah, sure. Um, Elena, want to go first? Oh, uh, sure. Yeah, I can. Um, so I'm Ilana. I'm relatively new to the Cosmere. I pretty much only started reading in the last year. And so I finished the Stormlight and I'm starting an Omnisborn and I've read Elantris, Warbreaker and that novella, shoot, Edge Dancer. That was it. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really excited to see what else is going on. Very nice. Well, I am Alfonsina. I started reading Brandon Sanderson over three years ago on 2017 because of a friend's recommendation. And I think I have read, read everything on the Cosmere by now one or two times, some of the books three times. And I, I am deeply in love with the way Brandon writes his books. So I'm looking forward to chat about it, um, see how people feel through the first reads and through the seconds and well to join to make some connections and look into the Cosmere with friends. Having a community is always great. Anyway, uh, I'm Cheyenne. I started reading uh, Brandon Sanderson. End of 2019, I can tell you the date I started reading Warbreaker, which was my first book of his. It was the uh, 25th of September 2019. Why do I know that? Because <laughs> actually, so I had discovered uh, Daniel Green's channel and like I started uh, hearing him talking about the Wheel of Time and the Cosmere and everything. And so I put them on my TBR, but I wasn't really expecting to find them. And then uh, one day I was looking through Wattpad back when I posted my original work there like to get feedback instead of just doing it straight to the writing group. And I went to thank someone like for following me and I saw that on their profile they had only like two books. One of them was Warbreaker because Brandon did the experiment of like posting it online as you wrote it with that one and the other one was a friend book and I was like, wait a minute, Warbreaker, this sounds familiar. And so I started reading it and I really loved it and after that I read a launch list in Stormlight and continued on my journey from there. And yeah, I've read everything, including some of the unpublished works. Way of Kings Prime and Ether of Night. Oh, so nice. I'm excited to read The Way of Kings Prime. I have it on my phone since Brandon sent it to us the other day. Yeah, it's different. It's strange. Especially Dalinar because they spell it differently and it's like strange. Oh, that would drive me crazy. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Oh, we're gonna have to deal with the pronunciation issues now, because we're in this pub. Okay, so don't expect anything in English from me. I pronounce everything in Spanish. Dalinar, Adolin, Caladin. Yeah, well, Bradden has that you can, however you pronounce it, it's okay. That's, like, like he pronounces it different than the characters in the books pronounce it. The whole uh, Kelsier, Vimby bait and how it should be pronounced. Brown says it's okay, however, so we're just going by that. Anyway, so we've talked about the Cosmere, so what is it? Like, how would each of you describe, like, what the Cosmere is? Because it's hard. It's insanely hard to describe what it is. <laughs> well, if I had to say what the Cosmere is, I would say that it's the universe in which we have immersed all those, these stories, which are not every story Brandon writes, but the most important 
parts of his work and are all connected since every different magic system takes place in a different planet. So it's kind of his gift to humankind in which he has a consistent fictional universe with fantastic uh, characters and worlds, societies, civilizations, religions, everything very diverse. And since it's everything on the same plate, let's say, um, it's there available to be making crossovers all over the place. So that's that's what the Cosmere is, in my opinion. Alana, that you're newer to this and you haven't uh, finished reading everything, how would you describe it? Oh gosh, I pretty much go similar to what Alfonsina just said with how it's a universe and then I kind of see it as like the different like planets in the universe. So you have like one thing going on over on one planet while another thing is happening like at the sim- same time or at different times on this another planet, if that makes sense. Basically, I don't think about how the Cosmere works a lot because it makes my brain hurt and you guys both give much better descriptions. <laughs> Well, actually, you do think about how it, how it works, because since I should mention that Ilana is reading The Final Empire now and has, has read um, the Stormlight Archive, you're starting to get the way that every magic system has like a backbone in common, but it's very different. I mean, you have every book has a very different magic system, but they they work the same time because they are meant, they're written to be following the same laws of nature so you're starting to get that and you're very good at catching like the little clues all over there oh gosh that's just the nerd in me like jumping out (laughs) ben has talked about how that process was like natural and how like he started noticing that all his magic systems have like similarities like in those uh, 13 novels he wrote before he was published and so then like from that was where the cosmos developed like he has some ideas from other places of course a lot of things got cannibalized into like other books. Yeah, I think the reason that I'm starting to really see more of the similarities is just because I see a lot more similarities in how Mistborn and Stormlight like function because they have like more physical um, things happening. Whereas before I read Elantris where there's not really like a huge like focus on the magic system and then Warbreaker, where it's a much more like intangible thing. It is. So yeah, it's very interesting to see the similarities. But the Warbreaker, the Warbreaker um, series has a very scientific potential in my opinion. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. But we will get into that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> without spoilers, but yeah, a lot of scientific <laughs> potential there. Anyway, so I have my description of the Cosmere. Now, I wrote this down. So a while ago, uh, early during uh, the pandemic, I'd been talking like about what I was reading and mentioning certain things. My dad was like, it's very hard like for us to understand what you're talking about because it's a completely new world and we don't have the context. And so I was like, okay, summarize this so that we understand. And I was like, oh, fine, I'm terrible at summaries. I've never been good at them. And so I started like doing like notes about like each world in the Cosmere. So I have my uh, crash course in the Cosmere presentation I can share with you. And so I did that, and then that was, like, the original one took, like, ten minutes because I hadn't read Era 2 or White Sand. There's something else I'm missing there that I hadn't read. And so I just glossed over those. By now, it's, like, more than half an hour. <laughs> and my dad was like, okay, because that's a one minute. And I was like, how in the world am I going to do this in one minute? 
I feel you. But this is what I ended coming up with. It took a long time, like, organizing my thoughts. You said challenge accepted. Exactly. Yes. Organizing my thoughts, like, thinking about it, like, daydreaming, and then I finally wrote it down. So, um... This is what I came up with. The Cosmere, spanning the worlds of Cell, Scadrial, Nalthus, Threnody, Taldane, First of the Sun, and Roshar, is the universe Brandon Sanderson has created. Though the stories on each of these planets are mostly separate, they are connected behind the scenes by the history of the Cosmere itself and the workings of several select individuals, influencing events behind the scenes. Their purposes are unknown, but something is brimming underneath the surface and slowly being revealed. When people talk about the Cosmere, the first things that jump to mind are the incredibly detailed and unique magic systems that are on each planet. Intricately tied to culture, characters, and plot, they make reading this ginormous series an absolute pleasure, along with the iconic endings for each book will keep you coming back for more. So yeah, that took ages to write, but I'm, I'm really happy with how it's turned out. Very nice, you write wonderfully. Yeah, that is probably the best description that I have ever heard of the Cosmere. Yeah, but it was hard. Yeah, but it highlights the magic systems, like the connections, how they all mm -hmm. share our universe. Yes. I mentioned the planets because I just couldn't or not. Mm -hmm. And the Sanderlanch, which is really important and unique. Yes. Well, it's very hard for me to explain the Cosmere without addressing yeah. Adenalsium, but when I think about it, it's not exactly yeah. necessary it's not like no you need it or you won't understand i mean your explanation doesn't mention it and and it's still very understandable but it's i i find the shards subplots so amazing that yeah. I, it's the first thing i want to share with people when they're considering if they want to read or not because it's mind-blowing but you don't really find out like it takes a long time to find out about that like yes I had gotten the hints, like, when I was reading... As I said, I took a while more, like, to read Mistborn and Iratu and uh, White Sand and, like, everything in Arcanum Unbounded, which is where most mm -hmm. of that comes from. But I didn't understand much of that until I started, like, going to, like, uh, the other co um, Cosmere content creators, like uh, the Sandersonian Institute of Cosmere Studies, which is also where Alf and I met, the Read and Find Out yeah, YouTube sure. channel and those mm -hmm. things. We are not sponsored by the Sandersonian... <laughs> Like, a lot of that history, yeah. like, flew over my head the first time I was reading it. Because you don't get those names and you can't put all the connections together, especially without it's... Arcanum Unbounded, with all the essays, like, before at the beginning of, like, each section. Sure. Actually, the first mention of Adonalsium is made by Wit on the Way of Kings, and it's completely out of context. And he's just saying gibberish, gibberish, and in the middle of it, Adonalsium. <laughs> what? <laughs> and everyone is like, what not? Yeah, but it's one name. It's You don't know what he means. Okay, I completely missed that. <laughs> yeah, so you don't know. Yeah, I did not catch that. I got it the second time I read it. I noticed only on reread, but because I was looking for it. Yeah, and so you don't need those things. Yeah. You don't need to know all the connections to start far from it. You don't. But as you read, you'll notice they're there. Some something that I something I think it's very important to mention is that even though it may seem very overwhelming, the Cosmere works in layers and it's crafted in such a talented way that if you want to read only the first uh, layer of of meaning of a book, like the, the story of the book and only what happens on that world, on that magic system, you go and you understand, you won't be missing stuff if you haven't read everything before. Yeah. 
you might, we may have problems in the future with that on Stormlight Archive since it's going to be the place in which... Yeah, especially now with everything that's going on in Rhythm of War. Yeah, but I think no on spoilers, the future... No spoilers, but... Yeah. No, 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 no spoilers, but since it's going to be a very long series yeah. and it's the place in which all the crossovers are going to happen, you'll probably want to go and read some things first before jumping to, I don't know, Stormlight 4, 5, 6. But for now, it's perfectly okay yeah. if you just... Yeah, if you just want to read a book and... Yeah, and Miss Bornera 3. You need to get some things done before that. It's like, make your own story. I mean... <laughs> The stories are said, but if you want to find out more, you will always find find more. And if you just want to stay with what the book says... There's always another secret. Yes, there's always another secret, of course. But the, the books work very, very well on their own. Yeah, they were constructed that way on purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm busy reading The Final Empire now, and I'm only seeing these connections because I've already read the Stormlight Archive. And so without reading that, you wouldn't make these connections. And so you can just, the story is completely enjoyable on its own and without knowing it's part of like the larger Cosmere. And so that is definitely something that I think is a pro of the Cosmere is that you can pick and choose how invested you want to get into it. Yeah, and so the other thing is that, like, we're highlighting this, but uh, the other day I was listening to Inking Out Loud, and Drew, one of the hosts, who's actually one of Brandon's uh, beta readers, uh, was mentioning how Brandon foresaw how massive this world would get and structured those smaller series, uh, trilogies, standalones, so it wouldn't be that hard, and so you could find a place like to try it out, see if you like it, instead of, like, having to commit to everything, like with something like The Wheel of Time, that it's like one continuous series. And so it's uh, all like, it's a commitment of the whole series, even though you could technically, people say, read up until the shadow rising and see if you want to continue, but that's still a lot of commitment. Uh, but that recently, like, the fandom has been like, forcing it as a monolithic whole on like, new readers. Like, it was like, the whole cosplay, so they start giving like, all the connections, it's like, no, chill. Start with Mistborn, or with Elantris, or Warbreaker, one of the standalones, or or if you really trust Brandon, even if you haven't read what he's... Or if you're the type of reader who comes from the Wheel of Time and those things. You can start, like, with uh, Stormlight and, like, see if you like it. Yeah, I think I've seen a lot of people pushing, like, reading the Cosmere as, like, here is the Cosmere, here's where you have to start and read it like a series. And it definitely is more daunting whenever it's put that way. Because, like, I found the Cosmere through... Um, Tumblr, pretty much. I found some like cool art and I was like, oh, I wonder what character this art is of. And turns out it was one of the characters from the Cosmere. And I don't even remember which one. But they're like, yeah, the Cosmere is this world made by Brandon. And I'm like, okay, who is this person? What is happening? What is going on? And pretty much like ran away from it because it was so huge. And so whenever I came back to like hearing about Stormlight and like these smaller series within, I was much more willing to try and read it and start it. You really have to trust the author first. You have to trust Brandon. The man delivers. He delivers and he is so consistent and so organized. I I honestly can't believe how his mind works. It's a mystery to me. He's from the future or something because he sends these essays on the end of each year in which he reviews everything he's done on the, on the year and he's trying to plan which things are going to go next and it's called the state of the Sanderson and oh my he's got such an organization skills that I admire him so much I wish I could be so organized 
And a lot of that is like his team because he has all his team supporting them. They're all amazing people. Isaac, Kara, Peter, Karin. I mean, how does Karin keep track of all the continuity in the Cosmere? It's hard for us super fans. I don't know how she does it. Imagine if you get paid to, to keep track of the continuity. <laughs> to have I, a wiki. Yeah, if, if I were paid, I, I think I would do a, a great job. I could dedicate all of my day to do yeah. so. It would be a wonderful yeah. life. <laughs> and so, yeah. So what do you think about, like, yeah. how, uh, like, the fandom is, like, saying, go and read all the Cosmere instead of going, like, try Mistborn or a launch Star Wars because see if you like it. It's always, like, they get the whole thing, the whole huge 36 book spanning timeline. It's like, no, neither. You don't need all that at the beginning. Start with something a bit easier, just one of the trilogies or the standalones. Yeah, I definitely hate when when that happens. For example, I, I used to work at Starbucks at, at the Barista, and if you have ever gone to Starbucks, you know that there are like a hundred different drinks you get very often people that enters and say, Hi, I want to drink something. What can yeah. I drink? And you are there like, you can drink 1017 different drinks come, and you can combine them with each other and make a, a huge amount of yeah. options. And I'm like, okay, no. If I start at the beginning, I was like, okay, you can drink this, 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 this. And people was like, oh no, I just want coffee. <laughs> ah, I want to go away. Ah, and you have to like look at the person you have in front of you and try to think, what will this person yeah, want lot. to drink what would this person like to drink and i was like okay so do you like this or that one or two yeah. simple questions and then you jump into um, a suggestion something easy and smaller choices yeah, yeah. and is that that's why brandon of constructed course. it the way he did because he knew he couldn't tell a gigantic story from the beginning because the publishers wouldn't let him do that and people wouldn't buy it that way so as, as Elena said, maybe the first question you want to ask is how, how involved you want to get. Are you in the mood for, for reading something with a lot of connections? Okay, then start with the reading recommendation for the Stormlight Archive and so that you can see the Stormlight Archive with all the connection it has. Or if you are like a scientist, yes, 100% go to Mistborn. Um, and artist, uh, yeah, I usually tend to recommend Warbreaker to artists because it's such a wonderful, colorful, music, mu musical uh, story. So you can start there. I, besides the recommended orders and reading orders and all that, I think that the best order is the order that gets you excited. So that's that's what I would go for. Or if it's somebody who's never read Man and not a big fantasy reader, I don't know, Emperor Soul. I got my mom to read Emperor Soul. She's not going to continue with the comment because she's not a big fantasy reader. But I got <laughs> her to read Emperor Soul and she really liked it. She gave it four stars and good reason. That is made great. A review about it. I consider that an accomplishment. Like, there's like publication order, like starting with Elantrist and going to Mistborn, then Warbreaker. I don't know exactly in what order the rest come because Wheel of Time interrupted that. So I'm not so sure how, how that would go. But it'd be like a couple of, uh, it'd be like uh, Way of Kings, uh, then Words of Radiance, and I think Miss Borneo, something like that. Yeah, I think if you want to stick with publication order, there's a few ones where you read like Miss Born 2 and then like Stormlight 3 or something. There are a ton of orders, like depending on like what you want and where yeah, you want there's to a few, start. Just you have to like, jump around start if you're doing where publication you want order. And then whatever interests you next. And then there's the order that emphasizes all the connections. And this is the one I would recommend to people if I know they are like 
into this. And so that's uh, Drew's reading order. Drew, which I mentioned earlier from uh, Inking Out Loud. Like, he is one of Brandon's beaters and he has this order and I actually pinned it in the Discord. So it goes, um, Miss Borneo 1, like the complete thing, then the 11th Middle and the Skadrial essay in Arcanum Unbounded. Then Elantris, then the hope of a launch is like this is includes all the short stories and novellas and essays etc uh then the emperor's soul and the cell essay then Warbreaker, then all of White Sand and the Taldane essay. And White Sand, like, you can go graphic novels or the prose version. The prose version has a couple of, like, it isn't the canon version. There are a couple of changes to the graphic novels. I read the prose version. A good book, anyway. Uh, then Shadows for Silence in the Forests of Hell. Miss Bornira 2, including uh, Alamancer Jack. Then Secret History. Uh, then Way of Kings, Words of Radiance. Edge Dancer, Six of the Dusk, Oathbringer, Dawn Shard, Rhythm of War. And then uh, the Threnody, the Jominar, the Roshar essays. And then the Traveler, which is a short about Frost and Hoyt. Should we mention what the essays are? Because maybe some people, if you don't have the Arcanum... Yeah, I'm a little confused here. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> that's a lot, I know. So, uh, Brandon did this collection called Arcanum Unbounded. That's where all the uh, short stories and the novellas are. Not Dawn Shard, because Dawn Shard is more recent. Uh, but so, there's like sections like for like each planet except in office why didn't we get something for an office and so it's like a cell where elantris takes place and so there's like an essay written by the person who writes the ars arcanum that's kind of like the glossary ish that explains like the magic systems like in the end written by that same person i'm not gonna tell you who it is and so there's an essay at the beginning that explains like the world and the history and that's where we get a lot of our information other than the epigraphs that's why we know so much about like the history of the cosmos because of those essays and then they're like short stories. So for Cell, we have the, the Emperor Stolen, the Hope of Elantris. And so then we have like uh, the Skadrial essay. And so we have the 11th Medal. We have Alamancer Jack. We have Secret History. Am I missing one? No. And so things like that. And so there's like an essay like for each world. And so that in our Kingdom of Mothers where all like the short stories like are like collected. Yeah, something very wonderful about Brandon's books is that at the end of each one, you get this summary of the magic system. And, well, the first time I, I read those, I was like, oh, cool, this is um, this is useful, <laughs> and as well as interesting. Okay, gonna read it, blah, 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 the end. But as I, keep, as, as I kept reading more and more about the Cosmere, I found out that those were actually written by someone who is on the Cosmere. So... Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, so those... In the Cosmere, like a character you meet. Exactly, those are texts that are part of this fictional world, so it's it's amazing. Yeah, just like all the maps, all of them are like in a world. Mm -hmm. Like you'll see them like annotated by Isaac, which is Brandon's art director, but the character that Isaac is inside of the Cosmere. Yeah, because he's got one... And so there are all these little clues like in the maps. Yeah, so... It's, 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 I think it's very cool that because it made me feel more more inside of this story that immersed. Yeah, I was I was reading this thing that my characters could actually read if they ever find those manuscripts. Yeah, not that they are going to get access to those at the level of knowledge they have right now. And besides, the big question: What are those? <laughs> I think I know where they might be, but there's somewhere in this universe. Well, I am fascinated. Yeah, well, it's kind of a ruffle, but there's somewhere in this universe in which we have these pages with 
annotations of every magic system and the state of each one of the con- countries, listen to me, uh, of the planets for... Yeah, like the history and they're those things. That's why we know so much. Like that and the epigraphs. So the epigraphs are also something that's really unique that you don't have to pay attention to the first time you read it. You don't have to because it's... If you don't want to, because it's a lot to keep track of and a lot of them are like inexplicable. I'm just thinking of like uh, the death rattles in Way of Kings. You don't understand them at the beginning. You have no idea what they are. And so there are these like pieces of like history, like a document. Not always history, but it's like, it can be like a letter or um, like documents, like in world, uh, like at the beginning of like every chapter. And a lot of them hide a lot of foreshadowing, which is something I could talk about for ages, I won't. And so a lot of them hide a lot of foreshadowing and like hints like about the world. And so it's always like analyzing them. I remember reading Rhythm of War and being perplexed uh, by uh, a set of um, epigraphs. I was like, what is this? Who, who, are write- who is writing these? And so they're really interesting, but you don't have to pay attention to them the first time you read because it's a lot. But they're really fun, like, to go back to these, like, oh, here are the hints, here are the kids. It's, Brandon is a master at the surprising but inevitable twist. It's like, you should have seen it coming, and you didn't. Yeah, well, with the epigraph, if you are uh, a, the kind of person who likes to read several times a book, then you're going to have a, a fun time because, because you're going you're gonna to s- discover new stuff as you read, especially with the epigraph on most of Brandon's books. But on the other hand, if you're not that kind of person and you... Yeah, I think Warbreaker no, and Elantris don't. don't have those. But uh, Mistborn... No, they don't. Mistborn Era 2, do, those Era two yeah. doesn't have them. Uh, but Mistborn and Stormlight mm-hmm. have those. And they yeah, but if you, don't, if you don't feel like <laughs> reading again the book, and you don't feel like reading again the, only the epigraph, you can always go to the wiki. If um, you're caught up. Knowing that there may be spoilers. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> there may be some spoilers, or you can just go because the copper mine has a section for, for example, um, if you have a letter on one of the epigraph, you can go to the copper mine and find all of the letter all together in, in order one to make one continuous yes, in order, document in one read. single. Exactly. So if you skip everything around it because you don't want to get any spoilers. Um, you can read all, all that from there, so... Yeah, or ask us, like, on the uh, Discord in the Coppermind channel, and we'll bring those up for you without you having to be uh, exposed yeah, to spoilers. copy past them. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, I'll have to check that out sometime. Because um, I read the epigraphs along with it, but I haven't been paying too much attention to them. Oh. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to pay attention to them. If you go and read, for example, the ones, the listener's songs on Words of Radiance, now that you have just finished Rhythm of War, you're going to have a fun time. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah. I should really go and look at those, because I enjoyed Rhythm of War so much that I would love his dive back into that. Those epigraphs, so many of them were like my sources for the foreshadowing article. And so speaking of the copper mind, don't go looking for something online relating to the Cosmere. The Copper Mind is amazing. The people of the 70s are put in so much work, but it's chock full of spoilers. And is that it's crazy because I actually asked um, somebody from the 17th Shard, uh, Joshua Harking, like when 
uh, before Rhythm of War came out, because I had read Dontrad and I had noticed they had updated some of the information immediately. Not all of it, because it's a lot of work and so it's hard to update, but I was like, when are you going to update it for Rhythm of War? It's like, there are enough of us that are beta readers that have those articles ready to update the moment it comes out. And so, <laughs> a lot of times they are very up-to-date on those things. Like, not for everything, but for the important ones. Like, the Hoyt article and things like that. They are updated. Nice. Yeah, that sounds really cool. I have very carefully gone on to, like, the wiki and stuff, trying to find some information that I forgot about. You have to about. be very careful with those. And, uh, for example, we have uh, the Arcanum, words, where they collect, like, all the words of Brandon, which is, like, everything Brandon has, at, like, at signings. Yeah, I'm a lot less scared now that, like, I've gotten through the Stormlight Archive. Yeah. Because I'm mainly on, like, the Stormlight Archive wiki, and I'm like, now that I've read all of the Stormlight Archive, I might be a bit more safe. <laughs> yeah, you might be a bit more safe with Stormlight. Once you get Mistborn under your belt, I think those are the main things. I, I'm just worried you get spoiled for Secret History, because that's big. Ooh. Gosh. But I checked. I actually checked. Uh, well, I will. I will a while be ago, extra and careful. some of yeah, secret history. They do have it updated. They don't have updated a thing. There's one big connection that that's not there yet, as far as I can tell. But so we have like the Arcanum, where like all the words are Brandon. Like everything Brandon has said in interviews, with all like these in-depth questions people ask him. It's like, how does this magic system interact with? Uh, this other one, or how does this relate to actual science? I'm not kidding. People have asked them that, and I have like my list of like words of Brandon I want to like look into. And the other day I was researching for something for school, and I got off track because I noticed some of the things they were talking about in those things, <laughs> so I started researching that. Um, and so like there are all these like questions about the world, and it's very hard to keep track of them all. But you can go and like look in the search bar, like trying to think of a non-spoiler question. That's impossible. But uh, if you have like a question and it's like not in the wiki, so you can go and look there and see if Brandon has answered it, if there's anything related. And so yeah, it's like seriously the fan base. Like it's the most complete wiki I've ever seen. And we are like halfway there with the. The whole yeah, Cosmere we're basically halfway books. there. I mean, there's gonna be like ten more books, at least, at least. No yeah. more. Yeah, it's like uh, the back half of Stormlight. Uh, the Elantra sequels. If it happens, we don't know. Uh, the Warbreaker sequel. Um, then Mistborn Era three, Mistborn Era four, Dragonsteel. We have Unlost Metal, we have seven yeah. Mistborn books at least, uh, six uh, Stormlight Archive books, one Nightblood book. Maybe, um, because that's the one that's in the most risk of not getting done. No! Oh, no. <laughs> Which I don't want. I, I really want that we to need. get done. Oh, um, yes. So there's still, we're still like halfway through, but th there is a lot to unpack with what we already have. And so that's what we will be doing here, like, bring out, like, new readers, like, under like navigate their way through this if they know they want to commit to all the connections. Because if you want to read a series on its own, that's fine. But if you want to commit to all the connections and you don't want to get confused, these things and, like, all the other, like, content creators are great options for it. And so we'll be, like, getting through, like, in the 
order I mentioned earlier that uh, Drew did, because that's meant to emphasize uh, connections for the most part. And that's why um, Six of the Dusk is before Oathbringer. It's because of connections yeah. there. Like, going through, like, one, like, non-spoiler episode, discussing the book, like, non-spoiler, like, without spoiler for the rest of the series, if it's, like, a first one in the series, or the rest of the Cosmere, but, like, things like, if you're reading this book for the first time, and you want to look like, like, what could you pick up on? And then another one, like, with full spoilers for everything. Yes, but with spoilers for the book. I'm wondering how long those are going to end up yeah. being. Yeah, there was something else I meant to ask. So, should we... Hoid, yeah. Hoid, it's one of the most exciting things that the Cosmere has. Everyone is excited about Hoid. Every single person that reads Sanderson's books is excited about him. Yeah, like, have you seen those memes where it's like, reading uh, the Cosmere without knowing, and it's like a complete like fantasy line, and then reading the Cosmere when you know, and so it's like these uh, birds, like, remember the ones from... Narnia! Finding Nemo that are like, I can't, I oh. It's like, hoid, 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 hoid. Oh no, I didn't see one, I saw the <laughs> Narnia version, but that's actually very amazing. Like. You, you remember Lucy it. entering the wardrobe? I have it wardrobe. saved, I have it saved. Oh, send it. <laughs> but do you remember Lucy and Narnia entering the wardrobe and finding Narnia with a smile on her face, thinking, yep. oh, this is yeah. so cool. This is you reading for the first time without knowing about the Cosmere. And then the crazy person way. doing the theories and <laughs> conspiracy theories is you when yes. you know about without sleeping. <laughs> yes. With bugs under your eyes. <laughs> Literally have hmm. all the connections. My friends were close to make me an interve intervention because I was obsessed with Brandon <laughs> throughout the year and they were like, you are on the limit. <laughs> You're very close to <laughs> yeah. an intervention. I was like, no, my precious, give me my precious cosmere. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> like the watering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the other thing we should address here, uh, before talking more about Hoyt, is Raffle, because you'll get that a lot from Cosmere fans. Yeah. And so Raffle is a term coined by Robert Jordan, actually, which means uh, read and find out. Please, and so when he didn't work. want to answer questions, or when, it'd be like too spoilery. And things like that to say Raffle. Or when he didn't have something figured out. I have a per mm -hmm. that example. Nope. I'm not going to tell you because spoilers for a bit of time. But when he didn't have those things figured out, it was like Raffle. And they are very frustrating when you're on the other side. S especially when he laughs. Yes, like a I villain. know. It's like, Raffle, that. I'm like, oh my god, that's it's like going that, to happen. That look he gets on his face when he raffles somebody when it's like mm -hmm. a super in-depth question. It's like... And so like reading um, Arcanum, it like, you see the raffle and it's like, Brandon, I want to know! I'm sending the memes I was talking about. I just found them on my Pinterest. Mm. Yeah, and art could also be kind of spoilery because there's a lot of like in world art, like for like. Oh, yeah, no. Of one, those things. You gotta be really careful on Instagram. And yeah, art can be very spoilery too. So be careful with that. Be careful in Insta on Instagram, on Tumblr, on Reddit. Reddit, Reddit has the spoiler yeah, and type Discord thing. Too, but... Yeah, but they are. They're good people and they they have the the shield, yeah, the spoiler just, shield. Yeah, but Instagram has nothing. no shield. If you 
if you go and, and, and look for the hashtag, I know, hashtag Adlin, hashtag Kaladin. You'll get those spoilers. <laughs> you may find. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, like, if, like, Villain of War didn't come out that long ago. Like, it's the 5th of January, and it came out the 17th of November of last year. And even, like, very, like, close to the release, people were already making fan art of scenes in Rhythm of War. Even when we were just getting the preview chapters, I saw um, fan art of one of the first chapters yes. of Rhythm of War. I mean, things like that. Yeah, people were discussing the, the new chapters, like... Minutes before, before no after minutes after it they, they were published on the website. So we have so, yeah. we're we're pretty intense fandom here. <laughs> yeah. Hoid 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 hoid. You literally. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, right now That's through this reread, I'm like the one you said. Heralds, heralds. Herald's Herald's. <laughs> yeah, I know! <laughs> this is a Herald. It's like everywhere. Like, there are these things you don't want to notice unless you're mm-hmm. on a reread. Or you're looking for them. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know what it means, but I want to be the Dragon Reborn. <laughs> and it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, you don't. You yeah, don't I want to be, be the Dragon Reborn. I want to be Dragon Reborn. <laughs> it's not actually a dragon. Because dragons don't exist no. in the Wheel of Time. Not like the actual animal. It doesn't exist. No. Well, we have dragons on the Cosmere, so... Like so. The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> we even yeah, have dragons, if you are a D&D fan. Oh, I miss Ilana. Ilana, te extraño. Oh god, we had just started talking about Hoyt. Ilana is back. And then Woo-hoo. my mic started yeah. being stupid. But yeah, Hoyt's great. Since I started reading with Elantris, I started off with, like, Hoyd going by Hoyd, 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 like, as his name. And so that was very helpful whenever everyone's like, I love Hoyd. And I'm like, really? That, like, weird beggar guy that just kind of shows up randomly? And and then I got to, (laughs) I got to, like, Stormlight. And I'm like, oh, oh, no, I understand. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yay. (laughs) We were just talking about, like, memes. But literally, that's what it's like. You're like looking for Hoyt everywhere, and there's um uh, in uh, Shadows for Silence in the Forest of Hell, uh, Brand like Brandon thinks Hoyt doesn't appear, but Peter Alstrom, oh his editor, Which does one? think he appears, and so it's a little argument of is Hoyt in Shadows for Silence uh, in the Forest of Hell? I don't think okay. he is. Yeah, me neither. And so yeah, people are gonna be talking about Hoyt a lot. Hoyt appears in like. Every, almost every, not all the short stories and those things, but in every major Cosmere work. So, like the meme of Hoyt, 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 everybody's always looking to, for Hoyt. I actually fa- found out about him on my first read of Words of Radiance, because as, as Ilana said, I, I knew there was this Hoyt person all over the place, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna keep it on mind in case I read it, and you have the first mention on Stormlight, not gonna say much about it, but you have the first mention of Hoyd going by Hoyd on Words of Radiance. And then like you say, oh, so this Hoyd, person yeah. was this Hoyd all the time. Now I get it. He's such a chaotic one. <laughs> yeah. He's a nice little troll. Yeah. And the thing is, we don't know almost anything about him, so... 
every tiny mm-hmm. piece of information we get. It's like, oh my god. And like Reddit Q&A, I think, after the release of Don Shard, Brandon just dropped a huge bomb on us about him. It's like, oh my god. God, it blew my mind to learn that information. Oh gosh, well, I gotta hurry up and read Dawn Shard then. Like that, yeah. yeah, it's the yeah. mis. Yeah, but it's not actually something that you find out in Dawn Shard. Like, mm-hmm. it's related it's to cute. information about Dawn Shard, but then Brandon just confirmed that, like, he said so. No. It's not something that's explicitly said in Dawn Shard. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, it's like something that it's explained on Dawn Shard. Brandon says, oh, Hoyt is connected to this thing. Because, again, we don't know anything about This him. way. And you're like, what? And so it's like this thing <laughs> that's how... Yes, and, and since it's Hoyt, yeah. it's cosmic relevant. It's like how... Like, all these things happening behind the scenes. Well, I was trying not to buy more books this year, but you're making me buy all <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. This is a very, very little, tiny one. He's short. Oh, gosh. I'm literally about to order Dawn Shard <laughs> now. Yeah, I got it. Go yeah, to I the got Candy Mountain. I gotta get to that. <laughs> Go to the Candy Mountain, Charlie. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and so, like, there are these, like, people, like, behind the scenes that we don't have no idea what they're doing, but they know. They're, like, Cosmere aware, so they're manipulating things behind the scenes. It's hard not to talk about one specific reveal anyway. Um, and so, yeah, and yeah. so everybody's oh, always gosh. looking okay. for these things. Oh, there's something I want to mention, um, and it's something that we we see on the beginning of the Arcanum Unbounded, on the, like presentation of the book of the physical book you have um a piece of writing made by brandon in which he explains that when he wrote the cosmere he was inspired by isaac asimov's work which is one of my Uh, favorite writers in the world as well as brandon and well isaac asimov has this is not the topic but has like a very big series spanning like 20,000 years yeah, I don't know about. Yes, the yeah. the expanse of this human civilization through the universe, through a galaxy, and you have the on the beginning you have like a planet with humans, and on the end you have like an in, a galactic empire. So space civilization. That's kind yeah. of like what's gonna end up happening with the cosmos. Yes, but the the little difference is that <laughs> the, this saga that Isaac Asimov wrote is only sixteen books. It covers 20,000 years of human history, but, but it's, it's 16 books. books. And Brandon said, okay, I'm inspired by this. I want to yeah. do something similar, but I'm going to take it to a whole new to level. To books. Because. Yeah, the Cosmere Slide <laughs> for 36 books. And I know that a lot. Yeah. But as we said earlier, start with uh, Mistborn. Oh, gosh. Or Launchers or Warbreaker. And then just keep on working and that's what we're here for like so that you won't have to remember everything mm-hmm. because it's overwhelming it is besides i think if if stuff like uh, star wars are so successful it's because there are a lot of people in the world that are like us big nerds of something geeking about whatever they love star wars brandon sanders and isaac asimov so i guess that that's a thing to write big complex worlds that are yeah connected and it started really with the wheel of time which was a huge influence like on random sure style. because course. like it was like first like lord of the rings like yes tolkien has his like legendarium um, okay. but like here lord of the rings was like the trilogy and then robert jordan 
I don't know how the world pretended to do this, but it's like, mm -hmm. okay, Wheel of Time as a trilogy. Mm -hmm. And so the theory is that it was like books like one through three, like in the first book. How in the world he was going to manage to put that all in, I don't know. Then like four, like through seven? Mm -hmm. No. Four through nine, because the, the end of book nine, anyway. Like in the second one, and then from the rest, like to the end of the series, in the third one. I don't know how he wanted to do that. So it's plotted a little bit like a trilogy, but then it ended up being 14 books. Amazing. <laughs> and so it's like this big series, like trend, that started with the Wheel of Time. So it's like the Wheel of Time, Cosmere, A Song of Ice and Fire, Malazan. And then you get like these like smaller series that are more of like our response to that. I haven't read this one, but uh... First Law, The Poppy War, uh, Rage of Dragons is also small. Yeah, I definitely think we're seeing a trend. Long, but the books are shorter. So things like that. So it's like this yeah. response like between authors. Yeah, I definitely think we've, we're seeing a trend of building like a super expansive world and then just kind of like having different characters like exist in the world to the point where like the world becomes its own sort of character, if that makes any sense. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like going through and like fleshing it out to the point where like you can just write in the world and that's enough to get people interested and as a tolkien nerd i do think that kind of starts a like start a bit with tolkien but jordan definitely took it like farther and mm -hmm. then i think brandon's really the one that is like perfecting that yeah. mm -hmm. and we're seeing it a lot with like I've definitely seen some more like YA books kind of take a turn that way to start like focusing more on world building than on like specific yeah. just like character interactions and so I think it's really interesting to see that change because you kind of need a super long series in order to properly um, get that world to yeah. the point where people can understand it and like mentally live in it if that makes any sense yeah <laughs> although I don't think we would like to live in a lot of the worlds Rude. of the Cosmere because they're not yeah. the nice but yeah, it's it's really interesting to see like this change in their trend. So if you like want the inspiration, Brandon took for these things, The Wheel of Time, um, David Farland's books, David, it taught Brandon at BYU, so things like this. Anyway, my last question here was, what is unique about the series? And like, we've talked about this a little bit, but like, why would you recommend it despite the huge commitment? Well, I think that the thing that caught me the most is the the consistency of the stories the world building and the characters and it's a summary of three things actually the world working so much with um the the laws of nature of the worlds working so much with the magic systems the um, the way i feel like those civilizations that we read are well thought, well written, and are realistic on those particular words and how real the characters feel. Those are the things that got into my heart. You end up missing them. I mean, you finish one book and you're like, oh, I miss this character. <laughs> I haven't read him in such a long time. They're... Yeah. It's like what people say, like with the Wheel of Time, like the first thing you want to do when you finish the Wheel of Time is reread the Wheel of Time. Yeah, I went through that. But I immediately jumped into what I was missing, like of the Cosmic. So that helped with the post book depression. And that was yeah. like, it's very well things, written. Like, help, like, it's so well written. And the best part is that this this man, he, he keeps writing. He He doesn't. He doesn't take a break. I mean, he produces the books periodically 
Yeah, he doesn't. It's crazy. That's, we won't run into a Martin like or a Rothfuss thing where they they have very different styles. They have very different styles. Yes, I respect I respect them both, but I think it's an advantage. Yes, but it's an advantage. It's also like Martin is much he, more. He's of, giving uh, me the books. <laughs> a panther, a gardener, how he says. So, it takes him like more time. Brandon's just very consistent. Like he, f when did he turn in Rhythm of War? July, I think. And he's already. Wait a minute. Let me check the percentage of this. Mm -hmm. Because he keeps the other things that he's super, super uh, communicative with fans. And so we mentioned the state of the Sanderson already, yes. like at the end of every year. Mm -hmm. I feel very grateful about that. On the 19th of December, his birthday actually. He uh, updates everyone and he has like these uh, live streams like on his YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. And he shares some of his university lectures at BYU on his YouTube channel. And so and, like Reddit AMAs, uh, Twitter, like all those things like he's always like talking to his fans. Also, Skyward 3 is at 95%, which just blows my mind because he turned in Rhythm of War in July and Skyward 3 is already at 95%. It's <laughs> crazy. And wow. besides, he turned in Rhythm of War in July and he still hadn't written Dawn Shard. So it's Rhythm of War, then Dawn Shard, and now Skyward 3 and that's already at that's 95%. Him. It's crazy. <laughs> that's Brandon being Brandon. Like everyone like on his team yes. has been like so He's a good nice. fellow. Like, mm -hmm. He's a good partner. <laughs> I think the reason that I would say to stick with it, or like the reason I would recommend it, is just that it doesn't feel overwhelming. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you look at like the series as a whole and you go, oh gosh, it's like gonna be 36 or 37 books at the end, like, yeah, that feels overwhelming. But when you start reading it, like, it draws you in so much and it doesn't seem like, oh, this is all just set up that's gonna pay off in like 30 books from no, now. No, no, no. Like, you can enjoy the books on their own. And so he makes this journey so enjoyable and so, um, journey like, before destination. it connects to the reader so much and so well. Like, it doesn't feel yeah. overwhelming whenever you're reading, like, one of the books. Like, reading the books doesn't feel overwhelming. Maybe going into a place like the 17th Shard might, because there's so many super fans. Mm -hmm. And so it took me a while to want to do that. Like, I'm not, like, on their Discord or on their forums or anything. Not really. But the first time I tried, I was like, I, I just can't. Because I was a lot newer to the Cosmere, and there were, like, these crazy theories blowing around. I was like, I can't... But something, like, where you can talk to people, like, in a much more <laughs> calm manner that's, like, designed, like, to help new readers, not only the super fans. That's exactly what our purpose was here. And the 17th Shard is amazing, and I'm ready to jump into Shardcast once I catch up on Inking Out Loud. But it can be a little bit overwhelming sometimes if you think about, like, the fans. Yeah. Because, again, we are super fans, <laughs> and we love this series. But if you read the series on its own, it's fine. If you talk to someone who's gonna info dump you, yeah, if you talk to someone who's gonna give you the info dump about the Cosmere, what it is, what is Hoy, where are the planets, where are the magic system, how are they connected, and the... Every single connection. Yeah, it's gonna be overwhelming, but Brandon doesn't make you feel that way. If you read everything and then you go to the copper mine, you will see, oh, I, I already knew this, I saw that, I remember this, I maybe I didn't remember that, but now that I read it, it was there. So it doesn't feel that way, it's not like you start the book and Brandon says, no, stop, you have to do and know all this and that before you keep going on. He makes you, he makes it yeah, flow. Yeah, it's like natural, it's not like the huge like exposition dump. 
Like, it's crazy, like, with how much information, mm-hmm. like, we got, like, for example, in Rhythm of War, Rhythm mm-hmm. of War was chock full it's of cosmic information and connections and new science and new everything. It didn't feel that way. It didn't feel that way. Mm-hmm. It was natural, it worked with the characters, with the setting, with what was going on. Mm-hmm. And so it's, like, you don't feel overwhelmed yeah. unless you start going, like, to these places. You can get as crazy as you want. <laughs> You can get crazy like us, crazier than us, and much less crazy than us. That that works fine. Yeah, the people who enjoy the books because they like them. They and like it's not like about like all the connections for them. They'll see them, but it's not like about uh, throwing around theories and making predictions and those things. It's because they like. Yeah, them. and so I'm a bit more of that kind of reader, but yes. I am excited to be kind of diving into the crazier side of things with you guys. So, like, don't worry, we're not all super fans at the moment, but we probably will be by the end of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, but it's gonna be nice to to be with someone who is living all these experiences for the first time. Yes, and because we'll try to have like special in... guests on and those things who've like yes. read like different mm-hmm. like parts of the series. I'll see if it would be wonderful if we could get uh, Bill and Jordan and Amy on from the Sandersonian Institute because they're yes. a part of what started this. I mean, that's where Alf and I met, and mm-hmm. uh, they're what really the started like, my journey into podcast. the Cosmere. Yeah, it's another podcast, by the way. Yes. They actually had a live yes. stream yesterday. That was amazing. My dad got mad mm-hmm. at me because I stayed up so late watching it. I'll be checking that yes. out. Besides, the community is, is just wonderful. There's people from all over the world and yeah. everyone is very respectful of how much you want to know. If you want to keep yourself not spoiled, um, people will respect that. People will explain. People will talk and be crazy with you if you want to go full spoilers on something. So... Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of uh, podcasts and content creators doing stuff to make this easier so that you don't have to study. Because, I mean, people probably study their own careers. You don't want to go in your free time and keep studying more. So (laughs) everything is set up to be enjoyed with Brandon. Yeah. You really make friends this way. I mean, evidence by, like what I was saying, like there are people like from all over the world evidenced by the fact that we are in three different countries recording yes this. so yes, we like we need people from all over and it's a really great community so yay so, join us yeah it really helps you find connections with things yeah anyway we should wrap this up because i'm saying about our time and so you can follow us and contact us through uh instagram and twitter i'll get those set up uh, under the profile at World Hoppers Podcast and join the Discord. There's a link there, and if you DM me, I'll or the like the profile. I'll get you the link to that. Uh, tell us your feedback. Ask us your questions. Uh, give us your theories. We'd love to hear all your thoughts and let us know what you think of the show and what your favorite moments of the Cosmere have been. It, or what are you most excited for? Like, if you're completely new to this. And uh, what are your theories regarding what Brandon has uh, going on in his head? We have channels for that. And you can email the, us at worldhopperspodcast at gmail.com. And 
get a hold of us on like our social media accounts and if you've enjoyed the show we would love it if you would give us a five-star review wherever you listen to it if, i know although why doesn't spotify have a thing to leave reviews i don't know anyway <laughs> rating the show does help listeners find us and like build a community around the show we already have a lot of great people like on the discord from before we started this the original buddy read group and people we've met through other podcasts it's a great community make sure to share the podcast with other brandon sanders and you know and anyone new you want to introduce to the series we know how hard it can be to try and explain this to someone new without overwhelming them so we hope that this will help out thank you for listening it's been a pleasure yeah thank you for listening bye and i would like to have something like it's always another secret <laughs> but we need to talk about no. that because that was already taken that right? belongs to our friends <laughs> We can end up with something happy like honor is dead, but I'll see what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> it's like thanks for listening, honor is dead. <laughs> <laughs>